AM 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment of faith with Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Good afternoon, Doug. Good afternoon, Gary. Good to talk to you today. Good to talk to and, you. And uh, yeah, uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about the uh, other famous Swedish hymn today. Yeah, that's what we talked about last week, and then uh, yeah. we were kind of uh, I think something's going on with your computer, so I didn't get an email, but no. uh, we're ready to go here. Okay, well, uh, let me start out by saying that I appreciate them this week. Now, there's only one group of people I call them, and those are the people who choose our Sunday Scripture readings for us. And uh, they decided to put two of Jesus' parables together in one reading, and they connect pretty well. Let me give you an idea by reading the two parables. First one, two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I'm not like other men extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all I get. But the tax collector standing far off would not even lift up his eyes to heaven. He beat his chest, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. That's parable number one. Parable number two. This continues on in the same chapter, Luke chapter 18. The very next thing that's said there is, Now they were bringing even infants to him that he might touch them. And when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. But Jesus called him and said, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God is like like a child shall not enter it. I see the connection here, Gary, in, in a way that I had never seen before between the, uh, the tax collector who is praying, God be merciful to me, a sinner, and the child. But Jesus is talking in the same way about both of them when he says, he who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. By definition, and you know that from children and grandchildren, as we do, um, when you're a child, you are a person who is under supervision all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're always being, being instructed one way or another, and that's the way you learn to live. Well, in some ways, that was exactly the same thing that was happening to the tax collector when he went to the temple to pray, as opposed to the Pharisee. Let me read to you a little bit from uh, C.S. Lewis. Those who do not think about their own sins make up for it by thinking incessantly about the sins of others. It is healthier to think of one's own. It's an interesting observation, and that's certainly a commentary on the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. I remember an old Buddy Green song um, called, I'm a Pharisee in Recovery. And I think in many ways, all of us are Pharisees in recovery. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to understand a little bit better. uh, And maybe we can learn that from children and grandchildren about how to live otherwise. The uh, song that I want to talk about this weekend uh, seems to fit the whole theme, and that's called Children of the Heavenly Father. That's the other Swedish hymn. The other one we were talking about a few weeks ago was How Great Thou Art. Right. 
And um, Children of the Heavenly Father is the Swedish hymn here. And let me give you a little bit of background on it. When Carolina Sandell was a child, she was stricken with a mysterious paralysis and was bedridden. Her doctors could do nothing for her, and they believed her case to be hopeless. One Sunday morning, when she was 12 years old, her parents went to church and left her at home so she could rest. She spent the time praying. When her parents returned home, they were astonished to find her dressed and walking around the house. From that time on, she wrote hymns and poems. At the age of 16, she published her first collection of poetry. Throughout her life, she retained her childlike trust in God and her appreciation of God's comfort even in the darkest hours. The final stanza of her hymn assures us, no uh, more secure is no one ever than the loved ones of the Savior. So the hymn is Children of the Heavenly Father. Listen to how the theme we're talking about this week seems to fit as I sing a couple of the verses. Children of the Heavenly Father, safely in His bosom gather. Nestling bird, nor star in heaven, such a refuge e'er was given. God His own doth tend and nourish. In the holy courts they flourish. From all evil things he spares them. In his mighty arms he bears them. So there's a priority in the kingdom of God upon those who are humbled. And that should make us understand a little bit better not only our children, but also what it's like to be able to understand, I guess what we would call a virtue of being humbled. And it's, it's a priority in the kingdom of God. It really is. Uh, I'll give you uh, another parable of Jesus that makes the point here. Uh, Jesus told them this parable, the ones who are uh, incidentally tax collectors and sinners. And once again, it says, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and uh, go after the one who is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays his hands on his shoulders, rejoicing. For when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found the sheep that was lost. Just so. I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Which sounds to me like these sheep understand, once again, what it's like to be a child of the Heavenly Father. So here's, here's the final verse of uh, Carolina uh, Sandell's hymn. Though he giveth or he taketh, God his children ne'er forsaketh. Is the loving purpose solely to preserve them pure and holy. So I think what we're hearing about today is about a person who is penitent, a person who is like a child, a person who is like a lost sheep, and how God greatly rejoices over all of those people who come to know and see him because they understand and realize the extent of their own sins. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up today? Yeah, let's do that. Lord, we thank you that you have chosen us to be your children. 
And help us always to remember that we are your dear children and you are our dear Father. And nothing can change that. But help us to understand every once in a while, and maybe from children and grandchildren, what it's like to be children and what it's like to be under somebody else's supervision, but also what it's like to uh, to rely upon somebody else to save us. And that Savior is the Good Shepherd, Jesus. Amen. Amen. What's our plan for next week? Well, next week we're celebrating uh, Reformation Sunday. We're already at the end of October. And so I thought it would be appropriate for us to sing the traditional Reformation hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, or as we saw on the top of the church in Germany 22 years ago when we were on our our trip there, Ein Festeburg ist unser Gott. And we'll talk a little bit about Martin Luther's classic hymn and the story behind writing it, which was not necessarily to have people sing it on Reformation Day. Okay, sounds like a good plan. All right. Thanks for being on the program, Doug. You're welcome, Gary. We are AM850 KFUO here in St. Louis worldwide at KFUO.org. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. Just search out KFUO. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram there as well. Again, just search out KFUO Radio.